Amanda Tierra from Indianapolis, Indiana, and you're listening to Johnny Zebro's Fantasy Football Podcast. Check it out. I'm in the fast car. And we live. What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Avo, and this is the Dynasty Bro Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 97. Let's go! He told me you know how to stay out the mic. As soon as he got on the mic. Oh, you thought I wasn't going to come in like that, though? Come on, bro. I'm going to start turning your ass down. What's good, brothers and babies? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 97, and we are approaching 100 episodes, baby! This is where you come for your fancy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. You got Dynasty Bro Vic. What's up, bros? How y'all doing? Chilling, man. You all right? I'm good, good, man. I'm good. You know, it's Tuesday, man, but yeah. yes. Sorry, it's been a long week. It feel like a Tuesday, bro. I feel like we still got a long week ahead of us, bro. Yeah. Man, so uh, that's what's up, bro. We got a fire episode today. You know, we've been doing divisional breakdowns. We've been doing two at a time. And we're doing the AFC and NFC North today. So we got some good teams. We got some interesting news. Everything's still going on. Training camp's going underway. We've been getting some injuries. We've been getting some updates. Uh, man, it's just a lot going on. But that's what we're here for. We've been waiting for football season to come back alive. So I'm excited about everything. So we're going to get into We got some injuries. We got the what's the word. Hood TMZ with Dynasty Bro Vic. We got the closing. You know, I love that shit. I can't wait to say something good to the people. All of that. And we got DJ Avo rocking again in this. Yeah. And he he got to stay away from the mic. It sounds like we we did music, bro. It sounds like you peeking at the mic. I'm not peeking, man. I just sound good. You don't like it. Yeah, it's it's like peeking. Yeah, but I sound good. I don't even know what that means. It's like when you say like a a, and you hear it in the mic. But I don't hear that. He needs uh, one of these, uh, I don't even know what this shit is. Popper stopper. Yeah, popper, popper stopper. stopper. Popper stopper. Popper. That ain't true, because I ain't got a popper stopper. Oh, no, just okay. got I think he's kissing the mic. Bro, me and the mic are married. You ain't know. Oh, stop. You just dropped that mic. I did. <laughs> Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Hey, man, you're right. It happened. All right, let's get to it, though, man. We're going to get straight to the hood, TMZ, with Dynasty Bro Vic. Hope y'all ready for that. I hope he got some fire. It's so much going on. He got to have so much news. So let's see what's rolling. Shout out to Tyler, baby. Well, you too, man. Shout out to Z2 Fantasy. Set fire. It's been forever, man. We need Tyler here. I need Tyler energy, man. Just, you know, that cool, like, cool shit talker out of nowhere. I need that <laughs> energy, man. That's that's love. But, uh, all right, let's get to it, bro. All right, man. So we're going to be in and out with what's the word, man. So shout out to the NFL Instagram account, man. So uh, Edron James, he actually has a Hall of Fame themed car. It's pretty Ooh. fire. Check that out, man. And got some rims on there, too. So he put some sport, some Florida sauce on that, man, on, on that ride. So uh, it's going down this weekend, man, with the Hall of Fame inductees. Got the Hall of Fame game this week. So it's pretty cool, man. I'm excited, man. Football's back. So. All right, let's keep it pushing. Shout out to the NFL Instagram account again. So if you guys don't know, Lions quarterback David Blau, he actually played at uh, Purdue. His wife, Melissa Gonzalez, actually qualified for the semifinals and the 400-meter hurdles in the Olympics. So just, you know, connecting the NFL to the Olympics, man. So uh, He was getting lit, too. Yeah, he was. Actually, the whole Lions, like, I don't know if that was coaches or some players, but that was cool to see them all root for her. If you don't support me like that, don't support me at all. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, keep it pushing. Shout out to Yahoo Sports. Jasmine Camacho Quinn. She's the sister of Bears Robert Quinn. So he's a D lineman, edge rusher. Um, she actually dominated the 100 meter hurdles, man, in the Olympics. Uh, 
Um, so she ran for Puerto Rico. That's fire. Shout out to the Olympics. There's a lot going on, bro. Did you? Bruh. How come I never knew they had three on three basketball tournament in there? Yeah, that's new to me. I need to uh, get beer <laughs> pong in there. Bro, if they get beer pong in there, tell me where to sign up, bro. We there. Take, <laughs> taking our talents <laughs> to Japan. All right, man. A couple more things, man. Let's keep the Olympic thing rolling. Shout out to Bleacher Report. Hey, I don't know if you guys saw, but Tyreek Hill called out Usain Bolt, man. So, of course, as you guys know, Usain, what is he, like 40 now? I think he's pushing 40, but yeah, bro, he's getting up there. Man, who you guys got right now, man? 40 yards. Dash. I, got, I got Tyreek just because age, bro. Like, I don't think Usain's in his prime anymore at this point, bro. It's kind of unfair. I'm rolling with Usain Bolt, bro. I'm rolling still? with Usain. Still? Yeah, bro. Yeah, he still can run. He's a world class athlete, bro. He can still care. run. I don't Born care. You still lose speed the older you get. I don't care what anybody say. You still lose some of your athleticism as you hit your forties and shit, bro. Tyreek's no, no, still no. like no, we we lose our yeah, athleticism. Usain is still like in, in top America. Shit. That man is Jamaican, bro. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Give me Tyreek. We won't know until they run it. Yeah, I heard him talk about running it. He said it. boat was ducking. Hey. Let's keep it pushing, man. I've been looking up David Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. If you guys know the offensive lineman for the Green Bay Packers, he gifted Aaron Rodgers with an Aston Martin golf cart. Um, he put some plates on there. Loving 69. That's David's football number. So as you guys can tell, the Packers are happy to have Aaron Rodgers back in the building, especially his teammates. Um, so check that out, man. And it has a pink, you know, steering wheel. What do you call those little steering wheel covers? So. As they should gift him whatever he want for coming back. They even get to them Randall Cobb. Yeah, we got to talk about that. All right, man. That's all I got for What's the Word, man. Anything else you guys want to add? Nah, uh, I'm good. You got any random news that you want to add in there, Avo? No, not this time. Not this time. You sure? I think so. All right. Let's let's get to it, man. Um, Shout out to my it? guy, Pink Spicks. Pings picks. Excuse me. That's my guy. All right. Let's talk a couple injuries, man. These are kind of important. And I was just talking to White Sam earlier and told him, man, it's it's rare when you're in the city and can't hear any kind of updates about your own team. But I feel like I haven't heard a lot of good news or bad news about the Indianapolis Colts. It's just kind of like we're flying under the radar. We're a team that everybody expected to do. You know, have a decent year. That was lying on the back of incoming quarterback Carson Wentz. Um, it looks like he's going to have surgery on his foot. And they said it could take between five to 12 weeks. And when they threw that out there, the season started in five weeks. So if it's on the front end of that injury, hey, week one starting. If it's 12 weeks, <laughs> it looks like he's missing six or seven weeks, bro. Yeah, looking like October return. And Worst this, case scenario. Yeah, and this is a guy that stays banged up. He's been, like, plagued with injuries since he's came in, man. So it's kind of sad. And uh, it looked like Q Rich today came down with the same kind of injury. But, you know, optimism and staying on the up and up. You know, Dyson Bro Vic said this is the time you want them to have their little knickknacks and get them a chance to get healthy and get over. At least it didn't happen this season. So we'll see what happened with both of those guys. I threw in Q Rich because he's important to that line. I know we're excited about Jonathan Taylor turning up, you know, in his second year. You know, that means a lot to the offensive line. So uh, Carson Wentz, foot injury. Quinn Nelson, same, I guess, same similar injury. Both got to get some bones removed. So something to watch. Yeah. And then just little small, little bang up situations. But, you know, looks like they're going to be ready week one. Look like Amari Cooper's always having ankle problems, bro. 
But uh, he, he said he's close to 100%. Looks like he's going, going to be there week one. I know we're all excited about the CD Lamb breakout, and we want to, you know, can't wait till he be the stud that we thought he was coming out of college. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it looks like Cortland Sutton looking like he's not 100% yet. It's just a lot going on right now. Tariq Cohen doesn't look like he's on the bounce back yet, and he missed basically all last year with his season injury. Uh, season injury, and it's just a lot going on, man. But like I said, doesn't look like anything, you know, uh, season ending yet. Just a lot of little small bang ups in training camp. Come on now, dog. All right, man. Um, anything else you want to hit on? Flag on the play. I got a flag. You got a flag? I got a recent one, a new one. Go ahead. What's your flag? Flag on the play to whoever took the phone call or email from Phillip Rivers, <laughs> letting the coach know, hey, I ain't all the way done if you need me. Whoever took that phone call or that email or got that text and let the reporters know, that's a flag on the play, bro. Phillip need to stay where he at. He didn't look like uh, old Chargers Phillip anyway. He didn't do anything for us. He, he pretty much peaked for what he could do for our team last year. I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to entertain it. Yeah, I'd rather we go get like a Marcus Mariota, man. I'd rather see that. So, all right, man. Um, I got a flag. Flag on the play. Dynasty Bro Vic. A couple weeks ago, I said on this podcast that fear the deer shit is dead. They won the championship. So, I forgot to, you know, throw myself a flag last week. But shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. They won a championship, man. So, that fear the deer shit wasn't dead, bro. It's a lie. <laughs> He's alive. Hey, well, you got any flag on the play? CP3 nah, locked in for more years. I, I, I just can't believe it. CP3. Hey, did CP4. he go back to the Suns? Hey, CP4. Yeah, he, did. he did. Hey, NBA free agency been going crazy today. I know we're a football podcast, so we're not going to really talk about it, but they've been going nuts. Yeah. I was going to say Jameis Winston, but I ain't want Vic to say, hell nah, man. He might be unorganized. Fuck our team chemistry up throwing interceptions. So I just left it alone. I swear I was going to say He don't James. fit our system. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want to have this conversation with Vic. I left it alone real quick. Is it my turn to pick yet? Nah, bro. I'm in the middle of a slow draft right now. Shout out to Dynasty Bro Vic, man. I know we hate commissioning leagues. Hey, hey Vo, <laughs> cut the music for two seconds. True story. <laughs> These are two guys that hate commissioning fantasy football leagues. And I want to apply it to anybody that commissions multiple leagues and, and stays with it, been doing it for years, keep all the players in order. Nobody has no complaints for them. Can't do it. Commissioning one. Vic had to call a, a, a pivot the other day because nobody was lining up on being free. We're in the middle of a slow redraft right now. It's kind of stupid, but it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. We weeks out. We make it happen. Shout out to my guy. 14 teams, man. It's competitive, man. Hey, let them know who uh, who's on your squad right now. Uh, it's 14 team, one QB, full point PPR. I had the 10th pick. You can spend some music again, Avon, my bad. I had the 10th pick, and the and uh, now that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, you know, Adams shouldn't have really failed to me, but Devontae Adams did, so I took him with my first pick. And then it was a situation where, you know, running backs dry out. So I had to, on the back, on that turn, I had to take the guy that I liked the most. I know Joe Mixon was there, but me still being scared of that offense, bro. I went and jumped out on Najee Harris because, you know, there's always a rookie running back that's valuable every single year. So I ain't really tripping about that. He should be the guy with his workload. And I came around and grabbed David Montgomery, like with the Tariq Cohen news, uh, popping up and i know everybody was worried like well he was only catching all those passes and getting that work because Tariq wasn't there 
Doesn't look like he's going to have any kind of worries no time soon about Tariq. So I turned on the back end, got David Montgomery, and I'm waiting on my fourth pick right now. And it's looking something like I'm thinking about taking either Daryl Henderson, getting my second, getting my third running back just because they thin out, or taking C.D. Lamb, baby. Hmm. I thought about taking C.D. That's what's up, bro. Your team, fire. I like it. Who you got? Nah, bro? man. Let's see these fall right my way, bro. How C D? I forgot Avo's in the league. I forgot Avo's <laughs> in the league. Avo, man, let them know where you picking from, bro. Come Who's on, man. Squad? I got the number five pick, number five and number ten. I think that's how that works out. And so far, I got uh, Aaron Jones with my first pick, uh, DK Metcalf with my second pick, and Chris Carson with my third pick. Love your squad. Mad you took Chris Carson. Fuck <laughs> you. Got to see it through, my boy. Got to see it through, my boy. Got to see it through, my boy. Seahawks, why we going to hurt, my boy? <laughs> DK Chris Carson, my boy. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, man. It's okay. You can take one loss and win the championship, baby. That's true. Fuck you. Get Randall Cobb. Get all the Packers. Get all the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I picked from the 13th spot. Um, ended up with Stefan Diggs. Then we fire. Double back around with Dan Waller. Says, you know, I don't have a long, you know, I got to wait a while. So let me get these studs. Then I ended up with Mike Evans. Fire. Third round. And I got Kareem Hunt running as my RB1 with the 4.2 pick. So we're going to talk about that. This AFC North. Let you guys know why I'm comfortable with that, man. So uh, clearly I punted running back. But running backs flew off the board as expected. One QB league. But I like Facts. my team so far, man. Facts. You can get them when, they, when that other QB and tight end run happens. Yeah. All right, so that's our team, and um, that's the injuries. That's the flag on the plays, and we're about to transition into this main topic, man, and we're going to get into the AFC and NFC North. Eight teams. We got through it last week. <laughs> I had to see it through. We, we touched on every position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We talked some dynasty take, majority dynasty take, and even threw in some redraft takes for you guys. So we're going to do the same thing. Try not to dwell on the players that aren't really worth talking about. And that's how we're going to do this. If you got any questions, write in. Vic going to see them pop in in the comments, and we're going to go from there. All right, what squad you want to start with? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's hard to stop, y'all. But before we do that, first off, insert your ad here. Second of all, hey, yo, Dot, where can we follow you at, bro? Man, follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot at Twitter and Insta. And then follow Dynasty Bros FF on Instagram. That's the main page. Hey Vic, where can they find you at? Follow me at Chief So Oh FF. man, you in rap, you ain't find nah. no rhythm with it. I jump right back in. Oh, Chief So FF, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Dynasty Bros FF and join the Facebook community. Yeah. Hey Vo, where can we find you at, bro? <laughs> Vic ain't shit. Hey yo, you can follow me on the Twitter at Dynasty Bro Avo. And you can follow me on the Twitch at Dynasty Bro Avo. You can follow me on the gram at Avo Love. Let's go. All right, bro. Which conference are we going to? Flip a coin. I don't got one. <laughs> I don't either. Where are we going, Avo? AFC or NFC? AFC. All right. What squad, Dot? I don't care. Let's go from worst to first. Worst to first? It don't matter, bro. Just let's just pick somebody, bro. I don't care. You know me. I'm just, I'm always just, let's just dive in. I don't really give a shit. Let's go with the Browns. Not saying they're the worst, but oh shit! Browns. I'm not calling the Browns no, the worst. They're Browns. not the worst in the division. I said Browns, all oh, shit. All right, man. Let's just <laughs> hey, let's kick it off with the QB, man. You got Baker Mayfield, eight, 26 years old, finished as QB 18 last year. 
put up 3,500 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, and eight interceptions, man. So, of course, we all know the Browns like to run the ball. How do you feel about Baker and Dynasty, man? Is this a guy you're comfortable running with as a QB2? Are you going after him? Or Definitely what? will run as QB2. My only issue is, bro, they have two amazing running backs, and I think they're going to score a lot of rushing touchdowns. But I do think they really trust Baker as the leader of that team. You really turned up at the back end of the season. feel like they finally had the ball rolling. And they're getting Odell Beckham back. Don't know if that means any pluses, but I don't really think it means a negative. They could be at a standstill or they could grow because he is still talented. When, when he's out there and fully healthy, I think he's still talented. You got to worry about him and his speed, his athleticism. So I like Baker. I like that. I think he is the team's franchise quarterback. So, you know, and looking at Dynasty around that age, I want a guy that the team trusts. So I wouldn't mind him. I'm not going to go break my neck to buy him either. If I have him, I wouldn't mind just using him as my two. I don't have too much Baker. Um, that's not a guy, you know, who I'm breaking my neck for as far as in these drafts. Usually I go late QB. Uh, of course, when I am going late, Superflex, he's usually out there. Not a guy who I really jumped out at. Um, but I do think he's a capable QB too. Um, so, yeah, I mean – I feel like you just ride ride that out, man. And if he gives you some QB1 type weeks, you just live with it. But uh, I would like to see him definitely perform better and consistently against like the Ravens and the Steelers. Like usually we see Twitter explode whenever the Browns dominate the Bengals. You know what I mean? So definitely want to see Baker really take over the division. So to me, that'll really show, you know, if he's if he's taking that next le- uh, that next leap at the QB position. But again, yeah. we all know the Browns want to run the ball. So I agree. I agree. All right, man, let's get into this running back room, man. Shout out to the guy that just got a three-year extension, man. Nick Chubb finished as the RB11 last yes. year while missing big four games. Bucks, baby, big bucks. Yeah, man, they paid him. So he's uh, the sixth highest paid running back in the NFL right now. He comes from RBU. <laughs> you don't know where RBU is, <laughs> man. You better get a map. That's down in Georgia. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Are they still RBU? <laughs> they RBU, bro. Who about, you giving it to? What about Alabama, bro? That's a uh, wide receiver you. Uh, I mean, we can go year for year running back, like from now to then. I, I think Alabama, I might be able to name more Alabama running backs than you can name Georgia running back. Herschel Walker. No, <laughs> Najee Harris. Had to come with the big joker off top. I nah. went straight to Najee. Yeah, nah. Of course, uh, Alabama got, you know, backs too. But, uh, hey, back to Nick Chubb, man. <laughs> 12 touchdowns on the ground. No receiving touchdowns last year. So, of course, you know, when he's on the field, you know they're running the ball. Um, so, yeah, man, what are your thoughts on Nick Chubb, man? Is, is he a guy you're, like, going after in Dynasty? The crazy part about it is I still love Nick Chubb, and I feel like he doesn't hold the same name weight as a guy like Dalvin Kamara. And I get it. You're scared because Kareem Hunt is just as talented, same age. He's the pass catching back, but it isn't like Nick Chubb can't pass catch. He can. They just don't do it. My thing is with Nick Chubb, I don't see no room where he goes down. There's a world where he goes up. He gets more touchdowns. He actually gets a little bit more involved into the passing game. Not saying he he needs 55 catches, but there's a world where he can get it. And the upside of if anything happens to Kareem, you know what the ceiling is for him. So I still love Nick Chubb. I would go by because I don't think he's going to cost you Christian McCaffrey price. You know, but he's I feel like he still has the upside of a top five running back every single year just off pure talent and system because they're going to run. Love him. I like Nick Chubb, too. Um, let's talk about the other RB that's there. Finished RB10 last year. Also 25, Kareem Hunt. So he had six touchdowns on the ground last year, five in the air. So if you ask me, again, this is a guy who I took as my RB1 in this uh, redraft league. But, I mean, I like Kareem, Kareem Hunt's game. I mean, he's a versatile back. You know, when he's on the field, you don't know if they're running the ball or if it's a pass play. He does it all. 
Uh, so for me, he's the better situational running back for the Browns. Um, as you guys saw, he just looked better in the red zone. And there were times where even goal line situations, they had to bring him in to, you know, to punch it in. So I just say Chubb can't do it, but Chubb is just the better rusher. You know what I mean? He'll break a home home run ball. But give me Kareem Hunt in the situation, uh, situational scenarios. And, uh, yeah, man, I like Kareem Hunt, man. So if you are, you know, going – I don't do too much zero RB, but if you're going late RB, I'll call it that, man. Kareem Hunt's a guy I'm hella comfortable with plugging into my RB1 spot, man. And if you ask me who has the highest potential as the RB2, if their RB1 goes away, it's clearly Kareem Hunt. You can take him. He's involved week to week anyway. But if anything happens to Chubb, you've seen it last year. Kareem is a top five potential back in his own right. So I love both of them. They're both 25, bro. They're both running backs to get and Kareem. It, I wouldn't be shocked if Kareem is somewhere next year starting, bro. He has that kind of talent, even if it's for a year or two. Yeah, that's my kind of handcuff, bro. The handcuff that actually has a role, not a guy that's sitting on the bench, sitting on ice. So, give me a guy that actually has a role already. So, all right, man, let's get into this uh, wide receiver room, man. OBJ, man, 28 years old, coming off a knee injury. How do you feel about OBJ and Dynasty going forward, man? Like, how much weight does his name hold? Is he a wide receiver too? I don't think he hold no weight. He don't hold no weight in redraft. I don't think he hold no weight in dynasty. I do think he is a – this year he's going to be, like, literally, when I say back in wide receiver two, back in. Like, I, I wouldn't call him top 20. But if you ask me off pure talent, bro, he has top 10 talent. Can't stay on the field, still trying to figure out the situation and still trying to build rapport with Baker. I kind of put them both in the same boat, man. If you want to ask me the same, like I can talk about both these guys at the, in the same sense. I love Jarvis. I don't think they're on a team that is going to let them excel into being top 10 receivers. They both are crazy talented. I think they're both wide receiver two, back in early wide receiver threes. I think that's their potential going into the season. But I do think Odell, if, if, if you ask me if somebody hit and hit at their ceiling, that that could be top 10 that I don't really have no high hopes for. It probably is Odell, though. Redraft and Dynasty. Yeah. But I'm not buying either one of them. I've actually uh, went and got some Odell in a couple leagues. Just on the cheap end, like, I'd rather have, like, an Odell in my flex, you know, on a championship run than, like, a Darius Slayton. You know what I mean? So, like, give me the ceiling of an Odell in that scenario. Um, so, I'm actually hoping for a bounce back this year. I'm on the Odell train. Um, I know a couple years ago I was off. No, bro. But I saw the way he went down, man. The way you, the way your hopes is this year was my hopes last year, and yeah. that train wasn't fun, bro. I bought him a few places last year. The train just wasn't fun. Yeah, I ain't got off the train. It just, I'm just not on it. I'm somewhere. <laughs> ain't even make no sense. Perfect piece though to like to beef up your wide receiver threes or flex spots on your squad. So I like it, and then even drivers. I mean, I like him as well. Twenty eight years old. You know, he was up and down last year in terms of production last year. I know he was coming off the hip surgery last offseason, so it took him a little bit of while to get going. Um, he actually had his second lowest fantasy season in terms of total points scored last year, so definitely expecting him to bounce back just given that, man. Like, he's motivated. And again, man, like, the system they're in, it just doesn't call for a lot of volume going to these wide receivers. So you just live with the production. It's going to be up and down. But you live with it when they run into your, you know, wide receiver three flex spots. You're okay with that. Facts. When you got him at wide receiver two, you're disappointed. All right, man, uh, let's talk about some stashes. I don't know if you got any stashes, but I'm actually stashing DPJ, Donovan People-Jones, highly talented, highly recruited out of Michigan. Uh, of course, you know, he's victim to terrible quarterback play at Michigan. Highly recruited out of Detroit. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm definitely familiar with his game. And he's been getting a lot of praises out of camp. 
Um, so, of course, he's uh, looks like he's slimmed down and just building more chemistry and rapport with Baker, man. So how do you feel about DPJ? Is this a guy you stash? I, I mean, I respect that you got him as a stash, but I'd rather stash somebody that's just in a different system. Give me give me somebody, a, a wide receiver three or four in one of these systems, a Byron Pringle, somebody to get the same praise every time training camp run around, but at least he with Kansas City type shit. Like, those are the guys I want that are just on better systems because if I'm not excited about Odell and Jarvis, it's hard for me to get excited about the wide receiver threes and fours just because of system and quarterback play. You feel me? I can see that. I still like my DPJ. Um, I'm not going to hit on Rashad Higgins, but we know he makes plays for them. So, talented, you know, as far as NFL, real NFL, but fantasy, no relevancy there. Let's go to this tight end room, man. It's pretty uh, packed out, man. Austin Hooper. Top 12 finish last year, 26 years old. He has three years left on his contract. You, we already know he had the monster season in Atlanta. Back-to-back tight end six finishes. Of course, uh, and that's last year in Atlanta. You know, went down with the injury, but he had a hot start, man. And as far as with uh, fast forward to the Cleveland situation, took him a while to come on with some chemistry, you know, get that going with Baker, man. So what are your thoughts, man? Do you like Austin Hooper? I do, but to be crazy, honest, David Njoku still needs to be released. I don't he's he needs to be released because I think he's the best athlete in that room. And I feel like if if they were just on some receiving stuff, he could beat all all three of out of the three tight ends there. He can beat them all out just on some pure athleticism stuff. But I don't know if it's some knucklehead stuff. They don't like running them. But if you look at Harrison Bryant in his rookie year last year, there was times where he actually just looked like a better runner and receiver out there yeah and i think it would be nice to get him on the field more he might not be the best blocker i know they run so they need uh you know austin hooper that's why they love him he's a great receiver he turned into being a great blocker coming into the season i mean coming into like his career but when harrison bryan was making plays he looked like the best tight end on that field so don't be surprised if it's just you know they're out there just leash unleashing them all and, and it just comes back on you know Austin Hooper not being a tight end one. Yeah, Harrison Bryant's another stash for me. Um, I definitely think he's the future there for that offense. Who knows, you know, if they extend Hooper once his uh, three years is up. But I like what I saw with Harrison Bryant. Man, he definitely flashed as a rookie coming out of Florida. Was it Florida Atlantic? Yeah. All right, man. Uh, we about to transition down to the Bengals, man. So uh, Joe Burrow, twenty four years old. Of course, he's coming off the uh, injury with the knee last year. A high-volume player as far as with pass attempts, man. He averaged 40 pass attempts a game last year, man. So what are your thoughts on Joe Burrow, man? I love some Joe Burrow, man. And I think we forget what he did coming out of LSU. I, I think we forget what he was doing at the start of the season just off pure volume because Justin Herbert came in and just let the motherfucker league on fire. So, yeah, we, we love us some Justin Herbert. That's fine. We're, but – Joe Burrow, I think they're going to have the same situation because the defense hasn't gotten any better. They're going to be in a situation where he has to throw a lot. They went and got his homie, Jamar Chase, so they got another superstar talent receiver on the side next to another superstar talent receiver, T. Higgins, coming into his sophomore year. And I think this offense is just going to be in a position to start growing. And I think this year is going to be the growth. I don't think we're going to see like the biggest explosion of an offense that we think they that we know they can be. It might happen next year, but this year is going to be the foundation of that starting now, coming back from his injury. Love him, man. I love he's a guy that out of the young guys, it's probably the cheapest if you had to go buy. And I still like him just as much as a Herbert. But he he doesn't cost as much as Herbert if you go get him. It doesn't cost as much as Trevor if you go get him, in my opinion. Again, man, I like that volume, bro. Like if he's throwing the ball 40 times, yeah. that's gonna translate in fantasy. So 
I don't have him as a top 12 finish, but he's definitely going to have his games where, you know, he's just going to put up some nice points. All these playmakers around, I like it. Always going to be in a negative game script, unfortunately. So he has to throw. Um, let's get to the running back room. Joe Mixon, age 25. Uh, you know, he's coming off the foot injury. Um, so, of course, last year he only played six games. A lot of question marks there, man. How do you feel about Joe Mixon? Are you still on the train? Of course, he's set up for a workhorse given Giovanni Bernard's no longer there. I'm on the talent train. I think he has the talent. I'm nervous about, you know, the situation in general. I told you, I feel like they're going to still have to gain rapport and figure out what this team is made of. Then they're going to be in a situation where they can't run as much as they would like. But that's a good thing now that they got rid of Geo. You might see, you know, mixing out there actually consistently catching passes, running. The, you know, he'll be able to run with the, the third down offense no matter what. The two-minute drills, that are, it should be all Joe Mixon. I'm excited to see how that plays. But like I said, the offense might not mesh right away. Everybody's coming off injuries. Joe Burrow's still figuring everything out. Rookies coming in. Uh, so we're going to have to see just how the offense flows. That even matters to Joe Mixon because if it's not all gas, I don't know what he's going to be able to do right now. Yeah, I'm definitely watching this year. I don't want no parts of Joe Mixon this year. I just want to see how it plays out. More so if he can stay healthy, because we already know next year's draft, Bengals going to invest in the O-line, which they need to. You got all yeah. your playmakers. You got your franchise QB. Bring it all together with the O-line. So I'm watching Mixon. Hopefully he can stay healthy. And if uh, you know they bring in some top-notch talent, so if that O-line, hey, Mixon will have another two years left on his uh, contract there. Of course, he's getting older at that point, 27 years old, but – We'll see, man. Um, maybe he's a guy you can just leverage short-term rental on my side of that. Since he's getting up there in age, man. So, really, now's the time to plant your flag. So, based on that, man, I guess I'm out in Dynasty. I am, too. And I don't know if you really want to talk Chris Evans. He's a guy that – he's just a depth piece. Yeah. I know people are excited because they said, you know, he, he looks like he can be a capable pass, pass catcher. But I think all this work is just about to go to Joe Mixon. I think they're about to get the last years of his contract in and out there. This is one of those situations where we just use them until we can't use them no more. So I do – volume's going to be there, but volume doesn't always mean success in fantasy. Remember that. Especially with no O-line. And, again, hopefully he can stay on the field. Um, so we'll see. I didn't like how they handled his injury last year, man. It was like he's coming back next week, come back next week, and then it just ended up being the whole season. It's like – Come on now, dog. I don't know. It was – I don't know. It was weird. Come on. All right, man, let's get to this wide receiver room, man. T. Higgins, age 22, finished at the wide receiver 28. My guy, 6'4", 210, prototypical size out of Clemson. You guys seen him balling with Trevor Lawrence back in the Clemson days. He actually had 108 targets last year, caught 67 passes, 908 yards and six touchdowns, man. So he primed for a wide receiver two season, um, as you guys saw. And then there's no A.J. Green, more targets out there. There's no Giovanni Bernard, even more targets out there. Um, so I know this is a three-headed monster as far as with the wide receiver room, but I have T. Higgins being the most consistent. Um, I feel like he's just going to maintain his floor, man, throughout the year. So I like it, man. I'm excited. Big red zone threat. They could actually have two receivers that do 10-plus touchdowns, bro. They have those that type of talent at receiver, man. I love T. Higgins. I love going to go get them all offseason because people were so down as soon as they drafted Jamar. I get it and don't get it. Like, they could both – the way that Joe Burrow has to throw the ball – they could both be efficient, especially in fantasy. So I love both of them. All right, man. Let's get into the guy that finished at wide receiver 29, man. Believe it or not, Tyler Boyd, 26 years old. Can't believe it, man. When I was looking at this stuff, I was like, wow, they had a wide receiver 28 and 29. So uh goes to show, man. Hey, Tyler Boyd, he, he's going to have a role. He's going to be involved. He also saw over 100 targets, 841 yards, and four touchdowns. So we all know, you know, they like to leverage him in the slot. Um, he gets his looks in the red zone and, and also in the end zone. So. Curious to see how much of a, you know, 
dip he takes. I do think he's not going to maintain that, you know, top of the wide receiver three ranks. I do think he's going to fall a little bit, but he's still going to get some get some work there. So we'll see, man. How you feel about Tyler Boyd? I but I still like him. Like he doesn't he doesn't cost anything to go get in redraft or in dynasty. To be honest, and he's still young. He's just super talented and he's super consistent. And like I said, the way they're going to have to throw the ball, it isn't like they have a tight end to take some targets in. Like I said, maybe they didn't bring back Geo because maybe they just think they have a three-head monster. They don't have to worry about throwing out the backfield either because Geo, he he gets so many targets out the backfield, so those are gone. It, it could be a three-headed monster, and I still like Tyler. He's not going to eat like the other two because I think the other two are way more talented, but I think Tyler will be the security blanket for Joe Burrow, in my opinion. Yeah, man, I think he's still a good flex play. I mean, again, 40 yeah. pass attempts, he's going to get his six to eight targets. Red zone looks so I like it. Um, let's move on to Jamar Chase. So, of course, they took him, you know, first round, six foot, 208 pounds, alpha wide receiver. You guys saw what he did at LSU, man. How do you expect him to fit into this uh, wide receiver room, given, you know, Cincinnati had two, t- two top 30 wide receivers, man, which is solid. So I think he will be the big play guy. He will be the flashy play guy. He will be the go-to receiver, like, when it comes to, like, downfield stuff. But I think T. Higgins will, will like, in PPR will be so consistent, like, He'll find his lanes. He's going to be bigger than every cornerback safety that's a lineup with him. He's going to be like a very good get to my spot, turn around, catch the ball type of guy. So I feel like they're going to fit perfectly with each other. Like they 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 do two different things. So I love them all playing with each other. Like all of them, even Tyler. Yeah. I see Tyler still playing in the slot. I see Chase, you know, being on the outside and then they motion him in to where he can do some stuff where he's inside of Tyler. So at the end of the day, they're going to do some – crazy stuff out there with this game so we'll see man and i'm not interested in any of these tight ends in dynasty him, bro we skipping not even thought that moss even though he played with burrow i'm not i'm not on that hype called him thought moss thought moss that moss thaddeus i'm cool all right man where you want to go pittsburgh or uh, baltimore pittsburgh all right let's go to pittsburgh man let's talk about the agent ben roethlisberger man i don't know how many years he have left man but um, i know a lot of people are concerned with his arm i mean hey it just comes with you know time and age and when you got a big arm guy like that who's you know been thrown downfield and known for power and velocity coming out when you hit year 17 year 18 run out of gas right um but last year he did finish as the qb 13 um it was it was ugly man you know i'm not really checking for him so i know we got some ben roethlisberger in one of our leagues but that's just one of those things where it's like yeah i mean if you, you got him too. you got him wouldn't go buy him wouldn't go trade him either in super flex leagues just keep him i don't think he's going to be as bad as last year i think they're going to bring down the offense a little bit and make him a little bit more efficient um he has three receivers that i actually like he has a running back that can catch out the backfield and play all three downs if need be i think he's going to help the offense flow and he came in in shape if you go look at it so that's always good if a person starts taking their health serious because big ben is one of those guys that never took his health serious and he admitted that his arm wasn't ready for last year so i'm just excited to see the the pittsburgh offense flow and it's going to be led by him they only go as far as he goes so don't don't want to buy him. Not really going to go sell him because you won't get anything for him. But I'm just interested to see him play this shit. Get into the running back room. Najee Harris, hey, as advertised, coming out of Alabama. I know he hasn't played running Alabama back yet, you. but hey, I like him. I'm not mad at anybody that's taking him as their RB one. He's going. The volume's going to be there. So no one, there's no one there to take carries away from him. No one there to take pass work away from him out of the backfield. I mean, we saw how they leveraged Le'Veon Bell and James Conner. Like, they want want a a workhorse. So, that's what they're going to do, man. 
I'm not speaking on Najee. We can just move on. All right, man. Let's get into this wide receiver room. Another three-headed monster out of the AFC North. So let's start with Deontay Johnson, man. I know he's to me, I think he has the most hype. Like a lot of people are really excited for him as far as the volume. Finished as wide receiver 21 last year. Struggled with some drops, but he had 144 targets, man. That's crazy. That's why you love him, man. 88 catches, seven touchdowns. I I mean, he has all the tools. Just a matter of can he bring it all together consistently. So that's the thing. I think if you have a winning team in Dynasty, he's damn near the perfect wide receiver two or three to go by because he won't cost you anything. But he's going to get targeted like he's just some superstar-ass stud receiver. But that's just how the team sees him. I'm not knocking it. They, I think Chase is a superstar. I think Juju has superstar potential. They love Deontay. It looked like him and Big Ben had a real good rapport, and I don't think that's going away. So in any kind of full-point PPR, he's going to be top 20 easy. Like, I, I just notch your man as a top 20 receiver without even thinking about it. All right, man, let's talk about Chase Claypool. He also, you know, burst onto the scene as a rookie last year. That was your guy, man. You put me on. Yeah, man. Um, Wide receiver 24. Um, So, of course, he also had 109 targets last year. Uh, He caught 62 passes, over 800 yards, and he had nine touchdowns in the air, and he had two on the ground. So, as you guys saw, man, they like to get him involved in the run game. Um, Granted, given their O-line situation and not having too many running backs in the room, I do like Chase Claypool going forward. I like him as a flex play, wide receiver three. I do believe he's going to continue to maintain that value. Um, he has all the tools. Again, he's a big body, 6'4", 227. He can run. He can catch, get involved on the ground. So I like it, man. So what are your thoughts on Chase? I like him. His athleticism, his speed, his build, everything is perfect. He's in a throwing offense. I will say this. If Najee is as advertised and they keep him involved, I think some of those, the plays they designed for him is not going to happen because I didn't see no trick plays and shit like that when it was just Le'Veon in the backfield and he was there and healthy. I think the the such inconsistency with James Conner being hurt and the bad offensive line, just the inefficient running game they had last year, called for him to be involved so much in the red zone where if you can get a little bit more efficient with your running back in your in the offense in general in the red zone, I think Najee's about to get a lot of those touchdowns, man. But I still like Chase. Look how big he is, bro. He's, he he has the chance to be a red zone threat no matter what, even if it's just strictly through the air. And I don't know why people are forgetting about this guy, Juju, 24 years old. Hey, he's still had a you know, top top 20 finish last year, finished as a wide receiver 17. He had 128 targets. He had nine touchdowns. So, I mean, he's still getting involved. Like He's still a focal point of that offense, man. So 24 years old, he's still young. Still worth going to go roster and dynasty, man. What are your thoughts on Juju? 24, still great. I can't knock out Pittsburgh use him. That's how they use him. If he's getting these short receptions and but getting a bunch of them, that's how they want to use him. That's them. Next year, there's going to be a team that takes Juju and actually use his talent as as need be. And he'll only be 25. So that's a guy I'm still buying. Take the dip and buy if you can because a 25-year-old wide receiver still has the chance to hit their peak. They ain't even in their prime yet. All right, man, let's talk about these tight ends. Eric Ebron, is this the guy you want in Dynasty, 28 years old? No. I, I'm with you, man. I'm not really looking for Ebron. He's been shuffling around the league. Um, of course, they just drafted Pat Fryermuth. Are you interested in Pat? Are you stashing yes, him? That's the guy, man. Coming out, he was a do-it-all tight end. He's great at blocking, great at receiving, great at running routes, and he's he's great with the ball in his hand. I love some Pat Fryermuth. Um, I think you will start seeing him overtake uh eric ebron like right away down there so. i agree because uh, ebron struggles with the drops man so you know that's why they brought in pat man put some pressure on him and hey he does look like the more sure-handed you know tight end so from a receiving standpoint so 
yeah, man, I'm stashing Pat. I'm curious to see what the future looks like, especially at the QB position. But yeah, we should definitely see some Pat this year. Facts. All right, man. Uh, that's all we're checking for on the Steelers. Let's get into these Ravens, man. Lamar Jackson, man. That's my guy. At one point, I had him as the Dynasty QB1. And I had Pat. Yeah, man. I don't think I got Lamar there anymore, but I'm still high on him. He's still in my top 10. Um, as you guys know, man, he does a lot on the air and in the ground. Um, I talked about Lamar a couple weeks ago. Turns up, man, in the money situation. So whether it's the red zone or third down, so keeps the team on the field and makes plays. And I have him as a top five QB this year as far as finishing. Hey, a lot of people, I don't know why, man, but Lamar had a quiet top 10 season last year. Like, I don't, I don't know if it was a regression that turned people off because he was number one and then he went to number 10, but you still take a top 10 QB all day long. So I like it, man. I love him. He's still young, still fast. System is great. Offense is great. Defense is great. They gave him the best weapon he's ever played with this year. So I just can't wait to see him turn up. Love him. J.K. Dobbins, man, the guy who everyone's expecting to have a breakout sophomore season, finished as the RB23 last year. Of course, you know, he still had the gust busting away and early on Mark Ingram. Hey, but at the end of the day, J.K. Dobbins still had nine touchdowns. He had 800, 800 yards on the ground, average six yards of carry. So, hey, I'm expecting big things for him in the sophomore campaign. And, you know, you got to take care of Lamar, man. You don't want to see your franchise QB get knocked around, you know, every game, 17 games. So you got to put the ball in J.K.'s hands, man. I love him pure talent-wise. He's great. I do think there's a ceiling because they don't throw the ball a lot out the backfield, and they have other running backs that they keep involved, including Lamar himself. So, But I still love him off talent. He's the number one guy. He's going to get the number one shot at all those touchdowns, and they will score a lot of touchdowns every single year. So I still love him. He's young. He fits that system perfectly. And – you know who else fits that system perfectly? Who else? Gus Edwards, the backup who was involved. And, you know, this is a guy where I wouldn't be ashamed to go by because you see him being involved even while J.K.'s playing. He's still young. They paid him money to stick around. And he's going to get involved. And he's Like I talked about Kareem, if anything happens to J.K., Gus is stepping in and he's taking off anyway. So I love those kind of upside plays. I love that they want to keep him involved. And I love that. I don't even know what his value is because nobody really cares to talk about him. So that's the kind of guy I would target with that kind of upside. Yeah, man. You know, Gus Buster get his seven to ten carries a game. He'll get his goal line look. So, hey, that's a guy I'm definitely uh, looking to roster, especially, you know, if, if I need some RB depth. We all know running backs fly off the board. Hey, the Ravens is a run-heavy system, so why not have one of those running backs rostered on your squad? True. All right, man, let's get into the wide receiver room, man. Let's start with Rashad Bateman. I mean, this is a guy who was taken in the first round. Hey, his Twitter highlights is popping. He just, I want to say he burned Marlon Humphrey, but he definitely beat him on a vertical route. Um, so he did, bro. <laughs> definitely good to see, man. So his confidence is continuing to build. You know, he's been getting the camp praises, you know, since he stepped onto the onto the field there. And, hey, he's, he was brought in to be their number one. So I like Rashad Bateman, man. This is a guy a lot of people are really, like, overlooking in dynasty rookie drafts. Facts. I'm just watching this guy fall to the second round in these rookie drafts. I'll, I'll take that all day long if I miss out on the you know top wide receivers. The 112, 111, if I, if I need a wide receiver, just trust the talent and get you some Rashad Bateman. He's great. He's already a professional, and he's the best wide receiver Lamar Jackson has ever thrown to, even back to his Louisville days. I'll say that. Go by him. All right, man. Now let's talk about your guy, Hollywood Browns. He's still your guy. I just love I love Hollywood. I love his personality. I'll be watching interviews and shit. He's cool. But when it comes to just strictly fantasy, I'm kind of over him in fantasy. I think he does help the team. He's fast. He stretches the field. I think he still does have a rapport 
with Lamar, but I love Rashad Bateman so much. And I feel like they just brought in your classic alpha receiver. And I just feel like he takes away what the, what kind of real upside Hollywood can bring to fantasy. But in real life, I still like Hollywood. Yeah, uh, Hollywood's a guy I started moving off of last year in season for second round picks. Looked crazy at the time, but hey, that panned out. So uh, yeah, I'm not really checking for Hollywood in fantasy, especially in dynasty. I mean, they you know brought in Bateman, man. So I'm expecting Hollywood to do his thing, but I don't want to rely on a boomer bust type guy. So all right, man. Any other wide receivers? I know they brought in Sammy Watkins. Are you checking for him? Bro, uh, nah. All right, man. Come on now, All right. With that being said, let's go to the tight end rooms. Mark Andrews. That's the only guy there. Um, you know, top dynasty tight end, if you ask me, still top seven play. So love him, man. And like I said, he's one of those guys where you can still go by, man, because he doesn't have the upside of Travis Kelsey, Kittle, Waller. But when you look at that next tier, man, he's right around there, man. And I feel like he has the least name value. So I would love to go get some Mark Andrews. I still think he's going to be involved. He's he's one of the security blankets for Lamar. Yep. All right, bro. Let's get into this uh, NFC North, man. Let's go to Green Bay, man. Start with Aaron Rodgers, man. We all saw the controversy. He's back on a one-year deal. Looks like they restructured his contract. I don't know what's going to happen after this year, but I am expecting Aaron Rodgers to go off this year. Just given he's pissed off, man. So, hey, he's coming off the MVP season. Got a lot to prove, man. So he got a chip on his shoulder at the end of the day. All right, Aaron Rodgers, bro. He's not a guy that I'm buying in Dynasty because I still feel like people are going to want top-notch price for him. Just came off MVP season. Still look like he can run it for years. And I'm not selling him because I will want the same thing I'm telling you. That's why I'm not buying him for. Still a stud. I feel he has the best wide receiver right now, 99 rating in uh, Madden and Devontae Adams. And I think whatever team takes him next year is going to take him to go win a Super Bowl, which means he's going to go to another good-ass team. So he's going to keep on rolling. So I love Aaron Rodgers. Can't buy him, can't sell him, but love him. All right, man. Let's talk about Aaron Jones, 26 years old. He got his extension. Finishes the RB5, man. But with his production, it can feel a little up and down, man. But at the end of the day, he's going to finish, you know, have a have, have a top seven finish. You can certainly bank on that. Um, you know, between that offense, that system. They like to run the ball with him as well. So he does a lot of inside zones. I like how they utilize him in that system. So as far as dynasty man, where Aaron Rodgers looking like he's gonna be out of there, I don't know if this is a guy I'm going to go get. Curious to see what he looks like if they do stick with Jordan Love. Um, but at the end of the day, man, he should be solid for you guys this season. So if you got him, keep him. If you're looking to move off of him, especially you know season in, in season in season, if you find yourself not making a playoff run or missing the playoffs, why not move him towards a team that's got a chance? So capitalize on these rookie picks. That's what I would do, man. If you're if you're in it to win, he's a top five play. You're not in it to win. You might want to start selling them. As soon as you start having them 30-point games, you might want to move away from them. I don't know what that whole team looked like when Aaron Rodgers was. Yeah, man. So let's talk about a guy that's still going to be there regardless, Mr. A.J. Dillon, man. Big body, man. 6'1", 250. I don't know what it is with Twitter, man, but they go crazy over the man's thighs and legs. Hey, weird. It's weird, bro. You know how they go. Weird, man. But, hey, we saw A.J. Dillon have a nice, nice into the season last year. So um, the future's definitely bright for him. He's a guy who I'm definitely – I'm rostering, man. I don't even think you call him a stash. I believe he's going to have a role this year. He's going to get some carries this year. So uh, if you need to build out your RB room, get you some A.J. Dillon. I like it, man. So he, he's, uh, he will have a role. If he starts off slow and Aaron Jones takes off, he's, he's a good go by early. All right, man, wide receivers. You already know Devontae's a dog. No need to spend too much time there. I got him clearing 20, 20 touchdowns this year. 
Um, so yeah, still a top five dynasty wide receiver for me. Big facts. He's a dog, man. So uh, yeah, still go get him. Echo. I ain't even got to speak on him. Let's move on to the guy they just brought back, which is Randall Cobb. 30 years old, man. I don't want no Randall Cobb, bro. Come on, Let's now. do this. I don't want no Randall Cobb in Dynasty Come Redraft. On, I don't want no Alan Lazard in Dynasty Redraft. I don't want no Marquez Valdez-Scantlin in Redraft. I don't want no uh, Devin Bunches. Did, did he come back from COVID league? I don't know, bro. I don't want none of them. That's just me going to every receiver, just in case you wanted to talk about it. All right, well, let's talk about this tight end they got. Robert Tanya, man. Say less. Hey, tight end four last year, man. Are you... I don't, know. I don't know. You think he's going to repeat that or what? Uh, he regression. I think he, he won't repeat that, man, because he had a lot of touchdowns. And those are things that, you know, I feel like you can't just automatically assume somebody's going to get. But I think there's a world where he can be more involved in the offense on a consistently on a consistent basis. So I do like him. He's a good buy. He's only 24. You got to think like uh, 27, actually. He's 27. Damn. Yeah. He's 27 years old. But still, that's when tight ends finally start hitting a prime and everything. So I'm not too worried about Robert Tyen. I like him. He's a good athlete. He moves well when he's on the field. I like him, man. I think he can go be a good tight end no matter who the quarterback is. He can be a security blanket. Yeah, I see him as a top 12 finish, especially with Aaron Rodgers. So um, 11 touchdowns last year, that's going to be hard to repeat. So, All right, man. Let's uh, keep it pushing, man. Let's go to Chicago, bro. Justin Fields, man. So that's your guy. I'm going to let you talk about your guy, man. <clears throat> you see, I had to drink the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Straight out of Ohio State. Baller, dog, man. I've been watching this little rookie thing they got on YouTube, man, just watching this transition from Ohio State to the league. I love his mentality. He like vegan. So he take care of his body already. He got a leadership mentality. He's been balling at Ohio State as soon as he touched down. Like, I just, I love the kid. I hate that he failed, but I think that does something to a guy that's hungry. So I'm excited to see him take over. I think the Bears are crazy. Keep trying to throw this Andy Dalton starting thing. I can see Justin Fields starting from day one. And I can see him outplaying just uh, Trevor Lawrence for rookie of the year, bro. Like, like offensive rookie of the year. That's He's he's that type of player, and if he starts from day one, he's going to be competing for that title from day one on to the rest of. The, and he has a stud receiver to throw to too, so he's not just hung out to do anything. And I like what they do in that offense. I think it fits what he does perfectly. Yeah, man, echo, 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 bro. I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder after falling in the draft. So, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to watching Justin Fields go get him in Dynasty. I'm not spending any time on Dalton and Foles, and definitely don't want to see Foles come to my coach. Um, so let's move to the running back room. I know a lot of people are, you know, still have some questions about David Montgomery, but hey, he's the RB4 last year, 24 years old, has had his first thousand yard rushing season, eight touchdowns on the ground, caught over 50 passes, given there was no Tory Cohen. Um, but I like David Montgomery, man. They're setting him up to be a workhorse, man. So I'm hearing reports that, you know, he's going to continue to see that work, man. So I like David Montgomery, bro. How you feel about him? I love him. Workhorse. Like you said, no Tariq. So those, the passing downs are going to still be there. He's only 24. He's young. They love him. They didn't bring in any other players to compete. Well, I guess they did. They brought in Damian Williams. Damian but Williams. Damian just came back off a of COVID leave for a year. And he's, boy, he's probably approaching 30 now. I'm, I'm not he's worried, man. I'm not worried. He might play some just to spell. But this David Montgomery's backfield. And the sooner they get Justin out there, the better that offense is going to flow more opportunities. I'm excited about him. Of course, they still got Tariq Cohen. Um, he's on the pup list right now. Only played three games last year. Um, you know, he's nice for PPR. Um, so when he is back out there, I am still expecting him to catch some passes out of the backfield for the Bears. Usually he clear over, I believe he had like over, yeah, 100 targets, 100 targets. Um, a couple years ago. 
and then before that 91 but with you know the hype around darnell mooney man i see those targets coming down but he's still gonna do his thing too True. all right man let's get into this wide receiver room Allen robinson man like he's a dog man he has he had to play with so many different quarterbacks but uh, he's had top 10 finishes <laughs> consistently um these past two years especially when staying healthy so i do like Allen robinson still comfortable running him as my as my wide receiver one in dynasty He's a good buy because I think no matter what and who he play with, what team he play for, he's always going to be a wide receiver one. It might not look the prettiest when you look at his stats at the end of the season. It might not have got his team no wins, but he's going to go out there and ball. He's going to command 120 to 150 targets every single year from whatever quarterback is out there throwing it to him. And he's a stud. He can't be guarded. He'll catch touchdowns. He's, you know, he's clutch. I love Allen Robinson. He's 27 years old. He doesn't do it with the speed. He's just a great receiver, so he can be that style of receiver for years to come. All right, man, let's talk about a guy that's getting a lot of hype, Darnell Mooney, 23 years old. Um, he's being praised for his route running. He gets open. Um, there was even a clip floating around where he beat Jalen Ramsey on a route, got, got him turned around. So his future's bright, man. It's promising. I don't see him ever having a wide receiver two finish, at least not right now, at least not no time soon, especially with Allen Robinson in the, in the building. Um, he's still the alpha wide receiver there, so – I would say definitely temper your expectations, man. I mean, he's at best a wide receiver three finish, but that's at best. I got him at a, as a wide receiver four. Yeah, but he might be a sneaky buy because if, you know, Allen Robinson's only on a one-year deal because he signed a tender, but it could be Darnell Mooney is number one next year unless they figure out. They got so many things they need to figure out. If they don't get no high investment to a wide receiver, bro, he could transition into the one next year. So that could be crazy. All right, man, let's uh, move on to this tight end room. Only other guy I'm checking for on this Bears roster, Cole Komet, 22 years old, big body wide receiver, or not wide receiver, tight, tight end, end. 6'6", 250 out of, out of Notre Dame. Hey, he actually, we actually saw a change in the guards last year. You know, of course, Jimmy Graham got a lot of starts, and you slowly start to see Cole Komet get a lot of those runs and, you know, snaps. So, hey, I believe we're going to see Cole Komet show, man. It's, it's, it's his time, man. So he's a stash for me right now. I'm not looking to start him right away. Um, definitely build out your tight end depth with some Cole Komet, but I do think he's up next. That's going to be here pretty soon. Yeah, quiet stash. If you're in a league where a lot of people don't pay attention to nothing, I will try to go sneaky by him. He's going to be good. Yeah. That's all I got, man. That's all who I'm checking for for the Bears. Anybody else? No. All right, man. Let's go to Detroit, man. Jared Goff. It just doesn't sound sexy, bro. Like QB, you know, for your QB too. Come on now. just doesn't no. sound sexy. I mean, Come they paid him in L.A., man. It didn't work out, man. They tried to make a Super Bowl run. It just, just didn't work out. So here he is in Detroit. I don't uh, want I him. Just, I just don't like yeah. I know he took the Rams to a Super Bowl. I'm still giving all that to the defense and Sean McVay. They're setting the golf up for failure. They have no weapons. They brought in a fourth-round receiver. That's probably their best wide receiver. Um, they have Swift. That's good. They have no real offensive line. Like I said, no offensive line, no weapons. It's, you know, you're not the most accurate, most reliable quarterback. I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want to buy them. You can't really sell them. Sell them. Nobody's going to give you anything for them. You just have to sit and let Jared Goff rot on your bench and just hope he's not your QB, too. Come on now. All right, man. Let's move on to the running back room. DeAndre Come Swift. On, he actually had an RB2 season last year. Eight touchdowns on the ground as a rookie. Um, I know he was, you know, your top running back coming out last year. Facts. Hey, I like it, man. Um, you know, of course, they do have Jamal Williams, but DeAndre is the future there, man. He's younger. He, he was banged up a little bit last year, but he should be fine, you know, as far as what's going forward this year. Um, so, yeah, 
for me, I do like him as RB2 again this year, just given the Lions do keep multiple backs involved. We saw that last year with Adrian Peterson. And they're going to be a negative game script. You're going to have to throw. So how much, you know, run can DeAndre Swift get on the ground, just given that? He's probably their best receiver. So that means he, he's going to have to catch some passes. We know Jared Goff will dink and dunk out the backfield. Detroit Lions will dink and dunk out the backfield when you think about the theoretic years. Just all about how they want to use him. He's a guy that I hate the offense, so I, would not, I, would, I wouldn't call him a running back two in my – I wouldn't call him a running back one, to be honest. But with the work and some of the shit that he might stumble into, I wouldn't be surprised if he's running back 10 or – Nine or ten, just because he had to catch so many passes on the year, he stumbled into some touchdowns. He's just getting so much work, and he's he's that kind of talent anyway. So that I love Swift. I don't know if you can go buy him. He's he's it's costly. All right, man. Let's talk about another guy they brought in from Green Bay, Jamal Williams, twenty six years old. He's definitely gonna get some runs. So he's a he, he's a death play for me. So if you need to build out your dynasty running back room, ask him Jamal Williams. Um, even going back to the Green Bay days, there were times where he just looked like the better runner at times over Aaron sure. Jones. He looked more explosive. He just popped on the screen. So and he got a good personality too, man. He likes to have fun with the 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 media personalities, you know, with the interviews and stuff like that. So you can see some of that stuff floating around right now for the Lions. True that. All right, man. Let's get to this wide receiver room, man. Oh man. Hey. Who's actually going to be the number one? I don't know. Let's just, how about we just do this? Do you want Tyrell in Dynasty? No. Do you want uh, Perriman? Perriman in Dynasty? No. Could you see yourself, you know, (laughs) grabbing some Amon Rossi Brown in some of the back end seconds of your draft? Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, you know, that's a guy who could potentially step in and be the number one. He operates out of the slot, so a lot of opportunity there, given they got these field stretches on the outside. Um, so, yeah, that's a guy who I'm definitely stashing right now. Yeah, he's a stash. I just – I wouldn't expect anything from the receiving option. What about uh, Quint- Quintez Cephas? Are you stashing him? No, I don't even want him, bro. All right, man. Let's talk about the only receiver that matters, bro. All right. The tight end, TJ <laughs> Hawkinson. <laughs> he finally had the breakout everybody, you know, wanted him to do. It didn't – it didn't have the Kittle breakout, but he took the another step. And now going into this year, could you see him, knowing that they don't have any pass options, you know, break into that, you know, I'm finally, you know, up there with Kittle. And I don't want to say Kelsey. Kelsey's in his own league. But can you see a row where he finally breaks into the Waller and Kittle realm? And is that kind of consistent? Because I don't know who else golf will throw it to. I feel like he's going to fall just short of that. Only because you know the Lions like to throw to their Jesse James and these other random tight ends that'll that'll give some work, man. Yeah, I mean, but he definitely has the tools to be that. But again, man, like I just don't see it. Just just given the situation, so and and the QB's tied too. But he did have 100 targets last year, so he should definitely you know continue to see an uptick in that. Given there's no real official receiving options there, so we'll see who actually establishes themselves in the passing game. You know, TJ Hawkinson is going to show up day one. So, Fact. 24 years old, man. Uh, definitely go get him. Top seven play for sure in Dynasty. And I ain't talking about nobody else, bro. All right, man. Let's go to Minnesota, man. Kirk Cousins. How do you feel about him? Uh, I wouldn't mind having Kirk Cousins as my as my quarterback, too, bro. He, does, he won't cost you anything. He still has two talented receivers. He has one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL. You know, they're going to run a lot. They're going to score a lot. And the defense is going to be a little bit better, but I don't think they're anything to where they're going to just be having the offense off the field the whole time. So 
Um, I like them. Some people hate them. If you come across an owner that hates Kirk, you can go buy him. He's your QB2. You have weeks he's going to be wide receiver one because, I mean, Q, he'll, he'll have QB1 weeks because he has wide receiver ones that'll pull him into those kind of weeks. You know what's crazy, bro? Like, he finished QB11 last year, and he put up over 4,000 yards in that run-heavy system. So that's very promising, man. So sneaky, sneaky, sneaky QB1 play. Um, If you go late QB, I think he's a nice target, especially if, if all the hype's around Justin Jefferson and, you know, Adam Thielen's going to do his thing. Of course, Dalvin, he, he'll catch some passes. So you got to like the QB that's feeding him the ball. So, yeah, man, I might have to give me some Kirk I know, in bro. this redraft league. And everybody excited about Irv Smith now that Cal gone. I mean, you can't be excited about a whole bunch of guys' weapons without being excited about him. Facts. All right, man, uh, let's get into Dalvin Cook, 25 years old. Hey, the RB2 last year. Hey, of course, he did it while missing two games still, but he's a dog, man. He's a beast, 1,500 yards on the ground. Of course, Derrick Henry outpaced him with another 500 yards on top of that to be a 2K rusher. But Dalvin Cook's next, next up in terms of yards, 16 touchdowns on the ground, which is amazing, right? Like, that's that's volume. That's the type of volume you want at the running back position. That offense runs through him. They want to run the ball. He turns up in the red zone, gets all the looks, man, so. Still he, a type top five dynasty back. He has top three best usage when it comes to all the running backs. You got Christian, and then you have Kamara, the way uh, they use him in uh, New Orleans, and then Dalvin because they use him in the passing game so much, and they use him in the rushing game so much. Nobody else in the backfield when they get to the goal line. It's just them three. I love their usage. Yeah, you can have Derrick Henry. They don't vote to him at all. I don't know what Saquon's going to do at this point. It just the system, the way they use Dalvin, he has top three usage. If he stays healthy, he should be a top three back anyway, off top, just off of how efficient that offense is and how he is. Yeah. How do you feel about Alexander Madison, man? Is, are you still, like, geek to go stash no, him? Bro, I'm over the stashes. I'm over the backups that don't have a role naturally. I don't – it doesn't matter. I fuck stashes unless I'm getting late. And my guys, that super banged up. Dalvin's starting to have years where he's not that banged up. So fuck, just taking his back up just because you think he's going to go down. I'm with you, bro. Like, I'd rather go invest that draft pick on a guy that actually has a role or a guy who's going to, at least from a, like a wide receiver position, like a like Brian Edwards, if you would have spent a pick on that, so like a Alexander Madison. Now Edwards is up next, supposed to be starting, stuff like that, man. So give me a guy who has a chance to play now or play a little bit later, whether it's a year or two, versus a guy that's just sitting on the icebox, man, waiting for the guy to go down. So can't win leagues that way. All right, man, let's get into this wide receiver room. Justin Jefferson, Talk man. Talk about your guy. Of course, he's coming off the record-breaking season. Pro Bowl as a rookie, 1,400 yards. Um, he set some franchise records, set NFL records, over 125 targets. He had seven touchdowns on the year. Um, I, I do see him still having a top 12 finish this year, so I like him. Hey, he's 22 years old. Hey, does this Armilio dude listen to our podcast? Yeah, yeah, he's in our uh, league, right? Does he listen to our podcast? Yeah. Who you just take? He just took my CD lamb. Oh, yeah. Oh, Shout that's him. That's bogus, my G. That's Come I'm done with the. Dog. Hey, anyways, going back to the Justin Jefferson, <laughs> that's my dynasty wide receiver one. So, hey, as advertised, perfect route runner gets up and go where he wants to go, man. So, I'm excited for Justin. So, so you mad? It happens, bro. So you mad, man? Bro, you got a long wide receiver list, bro. <laughs> wide receivers are deep, bro. It's cool. I think, I, think that, I think that's a little perturbed. Yeah. 
is bang on ENT. I ain't got nothing to say about Justin Jefferson. He's that guy. Let's talk about Adam Thielen. This is a guy that I don't want to go buy. He's a little bit too old for me. I don't want to sell because I think he'll be more valuable on your roster. I do think he had a lot of touchdowns that he won't get this year. But then again, he looks whatever that little sidestep move he did at the goal line, every fucking play was working, bro. There's no cornerback could stop it. So I'm not going to say he's not going to actually get a lot of touchdowns again. It's just the struggle is they love giving it to Dalvin so much when they get to the red zone that that could take it away. But Adam's involved when they get to the red zone. I still think he's a good receiver. I just think he's on the back end of his career. He's starting to lose his athleticism. And, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. You know, you get older, you, you lose it a little bit. But I still think he's going to be involved. I just don't want to go by. And I don't want to sell. I still do think he's going to be a valuable wide receiver, too, to be honest. Yeah, man. This is a situation where you just ride out, you know, the talent. And now he's aging. Hella comfortable having Adam Thielen in your flex. And then he gives you 15, 20 points because he had 14 touchdowns on the year. So definitely expecting some regression there, like you said. But sometimes, man, it's okay just to ride out a guy and bump him down from your wide receiver one <laughs> slot down to your wide receiver two. And then as he trend towards 31, 32, perfect uh, flex play. All right, man. Anybody else you're checking for? I know, you know, there's some hype and some stashes. I like, I, nah, I just. In the wide receiver nah, room? I, I, I ain't going for none of them receivers, bro, because I, I'll tell you why in a second. What about you? I think there's a world where Irv Smith is actually going to be their, their number two receiving option next year. I think Adam will start transitioning out of the offense if he's not off that team. And I think there's a world where it's Justin Jefferson being the dominant alpha. And then Irv being a good receiving option because I do think he's like with his size and everything and what they brought him in for. They didn't bring him in to be no blocking tight end. He's not the best blocker, but he's a great receiving option. He was a great receiving option coming straight out of Alabama. So I like him um, with the way they run. I don't. I know he doesn't command a lot of targets, but going into next year, man, he could. And this is Dynasty, and we've just been waiting for Cal Rudolph to leave so we can see his opportunity. So I think right now is the buy-in because I think when you get in season, you'll start seeing him get a little bit more involved and more involved. And by the time the year end, he's not going to be worth buying, especially in no tight end. Finished as tight end 22 last year. People have him taking the leap, finishing as a top 12. I don't see that happening, man. That's just a huge leap to ask a guy to go from 22 to 12, man. And again, that offense runs through Dalvin. They're going to feed Thielen. They're going to feed Justin. Irv will have his games, but I, it won't be co consistent enough for me to where I want to run him as my starting tight end. So just given that, man, I'm just out on the situation from a dynasty standpoint. I usually try to land a top seven tight end play, um, at least on my roster. And then even on a bye week, I'm not comfortable playing Irv. I don't know if he's going to get the volume that week. You know what I mean? So right now he's basically the fourth option. So I don't I don't like it. So I'm out on Irv. I know people like him because he's young, but I don't care for the young. Sometimes it's not about just being young. I actually want to see the production. Come on now, dog. Come on. All right, man. man. Anybody else you checking for? I know you mad. Oh, my guy on the clock. That's why he's been. Uh... <laughs> it ain't just I'm on the clock. I'm shitty, bro. We can move to the next team. That's it. That's it. Green Bay, Chicago, Detroit, Minnesota. Let's get into the closing. Let's get into the closing, man. Say something good to the people. To say something good to the people is when you come here and you can get it off your chest, whatever you need to say. You, you got something good going in your life. You want to inform everybody, you let them know. If you do a fantasy football podcast and one of the listeners just snipe your pick, you got to let people know. 
So that's what we do, man. We bring it here and shed light. We're not just a fancy football podcast. We're a real podcast. So we like to come here and just show, be vulnerable and show that we human beings too. Because everybody needs that. You never know who needs to hear whatever we need to say that week. So that's what we're going to transition into. And um, anybody want to volunteer to start? I feel like I've been volunteering lately. Yeah, I can go first. Um, if everyone could send some well wishes and speedy recovery to my mom. Um, she's been in the hospital the past couple of weeks, but she's progressed to physical therapy. So patients trying to get her back moving again. Um, I like the theme that's going in the background. So, yeah, man, if I could uh, just send some good spirits and prayers, um, good vibes, whatever you do, I appreciate that. And I'm going I'm to piggyback off of that, man. And I do want to say I'm going to send those prayers and those vibes like I always do anyway to moms, man. We've been talking about that. And I know I've been going through my own health and my healing, too. But, bro, it it I don't want nothing to overshadow because I know you was always checking on me, man. I appreciate you checking on me while I was doing my healing because you were still being a protector of your family, checking on your moms and shit. So I'm going to send them same vibes you've been sending to me over the past couple months, man. Mom's going to be straight, bro. Appreciate that, man. No doubt. Hey, Bo. Yeah. <clears throat> he wasn't ready. Nah, I was ready. Um, Vic touched my heart there. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that. Um, look, man, it's my baby's first day of school, man. So, you know, I was excited about that. Just want to share that with the people. And as, as, as school gets back going and everybody gets back in school, just want to remind everybody, man, these viruses are real. So just do everything you can to protect yourself in any way, shape, or form. Wash your hands, anything you got to do, man. Just want to put that out there. But I'm very excited. My little girl starting school. She's in kindergarten. So should be a lot of fun this year, man. One thing I'm learning, I just want to share with everybody, if you don't know, when your kids go to school, this township school, you ain't generally got to pay. So, yeah, we just saved a lot of money by switching to Geico, guys. That's what's up. Very exciting. <laughs> That's what's up. Congrats to Braley. Hope she uh, had a, enjoyed her first day of school. That's exciting, oh, yeah. man, going to school. So that's what's up. Meet some classmates, meet some new friends. That's dope, man. For sure. All right, Dot. Come on, Dot. I already did. I picked oh, yeah, back off right. of yours. Oh, I'm tripping. That, my, our bad. I'm our listening bad. to the song in the background. Yeah, right? It's, it's a good one. I'm about to ride out to that when I leave. <laughs> Can't believe it happened. Little baby Kurt Franklin. Hey, well, look, man, with that being said, it's been another edition of Dynasty Bros. Football is back on TV this week. Make sure you guys watch the Hall of Fame game this Thursday. I don't know who's playing. I think the Steelers playing. I think. You know who's playing? I don't know, but check it out on your ESPN app. We're just glad some type of football is back on. It's not always the same two teams? Nah. No. Oh. Might be Steelers and Cowboys. I don't know. I got to check. I got to check. Walk us out, Dot or Avo, man. I'm like, I'll walk you, us man. out. Nah, I got bad energy right Come now. I'm salty than a bitch, it's man. It's cool, bro. It's just CD Lamb, bro, who's been killing in these camp videos on Twitter past two weeks. It's cool. Give you some Michael Gallup. We will, we will, we will, we will. <laughs> we will, we will, we will, we will. Avo, walk us out. Hey, bro. we will, we will, we will. We back next week. Then we will be back the next week after that. Then the week after that. The week after that, and you make sure you hear. We turn it up every Tuesday this month. Let's go.